from the Willamette Valley in America's great Pacific Northwest. You are listening to the Ernest Mann Show, and I'm your host, Ernest Mann. No matter where you may be listening in this great, big, beautiful world, we all share. Hello to everyone out there listening. Thank you for tuning in. This is episode number 153, New Year's Special, How the Process of Life is Killing Us All. It's difficult to tackle something this big in such a relatively short time, but I'll do my best. Um, you know, this has to do with people, a mass of people who, for any number of reasons, they live in a different reality. And, um, I believe that they are not aware of the havoc that they are wreaking on the planet. So I'm going to try to approach this from yet a different angle from my own unique um, way of putting things, I guess you could say. So just bear with me on this. Do you have a parent, grandparent perhaps? And I'm going to li- I'm going to limit this. I could apply it to other places and perhaps it applies to your city or your or your town or your memory yourself of um you know, where you grew up your age, all those things. You would know that. Of course, I wouldn't. I could only speak for myself in this respect. But I'm going to limit it to just the West Coast because I live in the Pacific Northwest and um, the big focus usually is on California. And if you are, if you are, say, a Midwesterner and you have not lived on the West Coast... I mean, actually lived. I'm not talking about visiting. I'm talking about living. If you've not lived in California, you've not lived in either uh, Northern or Southern California, then there's there's just is there's such a a world of difference in the lifestyles, and I'm I'm sure that a lot of you are aware of that. But <clears throat> as much as I could try to make this apply as broadly as possible, you have a relative, someone, one of us old folks, and they talk about the good old days. Now, there is a tendency, and it does exist, for people to go into that, what many times is called old people talk, um, where it's, it's sort of like a selective memory. 
And, you know, these times always going back, you know, these were all, they were such simpler times. And, and so they, you know, it's selective memory is what it is because throughout the decades and, and so forth, life to as, as soon as we became an industrialized society. And of course, I'm not talking about per se people who were still living in a, in a rural setting or on the farm, but, you know, because everybody left that, most people live in the cities, as it is to this day, of course. But I'm talking about there, there is this, there's this, there's this want, this need to go back, go back to something simpler, calmer, more peaceful. That's why, for instance, for several years in a row, um, the, uh, at least, again, at least here on the, on the West Coast, um, all of the all the outside camping activities, state parks, you know, the huge parks, all of them, um, as far as not only just visiting, but I mean for camping and all that, they're they're they've been they're booked. They're they're constantly booked. It's like getting to the point where as and you can't just on a weekend hop in your camper and expect to go somewhere. You, that's that's fucking gone. That's a pipe dream. You know, it's like you're, you know, book something a year in advance. That's how bad it is. So what that tells me is, again, everybody, there's just so many people that want to get away from it all. And that's understandable. And that's fine. But the old folks, um, if you talk to people from California, uh, especially um, Southern Cal, um, Orange County in particular. Orange counties are called Orange County for a reason because long time ago was but it wasn't that long ago, I think even up until certainly the 60s or 70s, it was nothing but orange groves. I mean, of course there were people living there, but I mean it was a huge, it was just orange groves, and you know, you could walk around and just you want an orange? Reach up and pick it because they're they're everywhere. Well, those days <clears throat> that ended a long time ago, and the orange groves are principally, primarily gone. And also another thing that it was until fairly recently was a uh, a a very very Republican uh, stronghold in Orange County, and that. That recently flipped, so there there is that change in that demographic. But my point here is that still with all the older people, even older than myself, but myself included, they will talk to you about, well, this was better and that was better and so many things were better. And there is a tendency amongst so many different ologists, sociologists and this ologist and that ologist, they're saying, well, yeah, but, you know, that's selective memory because, you know, things that was simpler. But then again, this was a whole lot more fucked up and this is and you're forgetting this. And so, yeah. And then, of course, technology came and, you know, Christ, I remember when fuel injection was only on foreign cars in America because we were so our auto industry, by comparison, was so backward you know, we got our first basic uh, uh, throttle body injection on 
K cars, you know, back in, and this would have been like in the late 70s, early 80s. And we thought that was, oh, so technical <laughs> because carburetors, carburetors are a mess. Carburetors are a pain in the ass and they're temperamental and you got to dick with them and tinker with them. Nope. I'll take the fuel injection any day. Thank you very much. <laughs> so it's not this, what I'm talking about, it's not this longing to go back to those things, especially as far as those technologies. No, of course not. But there is one thing that is not debatable. And this is the, the principal point of everything that's going to follow here, which is the population. Because when I was a teenager, the world, the world was less than half its current population. Let that sink in for a moment because I'm not that old. And the world has more than doubled. That is a resource stressor. So, whereas there are so many things now that there is so much less of because there are so many more damn people. So, you either have to do one or the other. Let's say you go into an area and this area borders other areas where other people may exist. And you come in with your clan or your troop or, you know, your tribe or whatever the hell you want to call it. But you survey, that's what they used to mean, a land surveyor, meant more than just measurement per se. They're looking for rivers. They're looking for streams or rivers because that would not only be, of course, drinking water, because you've got to have drinking water. Then you have to have water for your animals if you have livestock. And you have to be able to calculate all of this which they did, and you can pretty accurately figure out, and these people I'm talking even a hundred and plus years ago, they were experts at doing this pre-technology, or at least pre-modern technology. But for, you know, the vast majority of people who lived out in the woods, they lived on the range, they grew up that way, and if this wasn't, uh, for them, this wasn't a big deal. This wasn't, we're not talking physics or Einstein physics. Quite simply, they could just look around at an area, you know, maybe ride their horse uh, around on a, a given area and just eyeball it and survey it. And they could tell if it was, you know, good for planting and what, it would, what would be, you know, if the soil was good and you know what would grow and of course they're going to look for a stream and where is the stream all of these things they could do that 
just by looking around. If land was shit, if there was no water supply, if the soil wasn't that great, you know, they could tell this. It's not a big, huge complexity for them. So most of us today, most of us can't do that. We're helpless. Most of us. <clears throat> but the point is, back then, to balance things out, what was not such a huge concern was the issue of population. When you consider, I'm not endorsing this, I'm simply saying what happened. As we pushed west and we encountered the Indian people or Native Americans, if you like, and basically what we encountered were a we were a industrialized uh, society and they were more or less a stone age society and we conquered them and killed them and subjugated them that's it that's what that's what we did um because that allows more of what's the word our tribe to come in and fill that void and take that space and that's what we did, and we just kept doing it and kept doing it, and, well, here we are today. But the problem is, now, there's nowhere else to go. And I'm talking about, I'm being very specific, again, wherever you may be living in this uh, world, perhaps you're facing similar circumstances. In the continental U.S., there is nowhere else really to go. We, every, virtually every square inch of this land has been surveyed, and there is a record virtually of every square inch and every acre of every state. They know what grows where, where is a bad place, what place has water, what doesn't. All this is known a thousand times over. It's all recorded. They know where, there's no more mysteries. In other words, we know where the damn floodplains are, and this is all calculated into the price of land. So if you come across something um, that seems like an incredibly good deal, whatever that may be, I don't know, $100 an acre or less, and you say, oh, wow, and you, you know, and you find out that it's. <laughs> right smack dab on a floodplain and it floods every, you know, 10, 15 years and it floods 25 feet or what have you. Or other than that, it's some places that are so utterly, utterly godforsaken in the middle of nowhere. There's nothing, no utilities, nothing. And I mean, that's a problem because, yeah, for you misanthropes out there, well, that may be paradise, but for the rest of us normals out there, we kind of sort of like seeing some people and being able to, I, I don't know about you, but being able to occasionally order a fucking pizza is nice. You know, I don't have this big Yul Gibbonsy kind of Mother Earthness, let's go off and I don't know, start fires with fucking sticks and things like that and live in a cave and so that's not that's not my thing maybe it's your thing some people have uh, done the 
the camper like RV thing or living in their van or whatever that's real popular. This this uh, old guy with the beard, um, his name won't come, but he has a, like a YouTube channel. And part of it's interesting. I don't have any problem with that. Um, for when you're young, you can fuck off and waste time. That's your, that's to a certain extent, that's your privilege. And so it's like an adventure to them because <laughs> they're finding themselves. <laughs> but yeah, you, you're, you're given that you're allowed to be a, a complete imbecile to a certain point. And you start hitting your, you know, your mid or late thirties. Okay. And then you start looking, you're still doing that shit at that age. You start looking a little strange. Okay. Okay. <laughs> My opinion. But, um, as I said before, um, shit, even that statement, that thing that's in the Bible somewhere, I don't know it chapter and verse, um, not a religious person, but it was something about, uh, I think it's in Genesis or something, and he says, "Yes, be, be fruitful and multiply, and you know, subdue the earth." Well, we've sure as hell done that. We got that covered. <laughs> Didn't have any problem getting that done. Yep, we we got her done. Get her done. We got her done. And. Um, <clears throat> Christ, do we ever multiply? And that is the problem. Because, just as I said before, just in my uh, life since I was a teenager, which wasn't that long ago, um, yeah, more than doubled the population of the planet. So, um, if you have a, if you are listening and you have a uteri, I would suggest for the sake of humanity that um, you do something that would really help the planet, and that is stop making babies. Because the earth, besides me, is tapping you on the shoulder and saying, Oh, 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 okay. You, you can, you can fucking stop cranking out the babies now. Uh, really, no, really, you, you can. Because, for instance, um, people were talking again every time it, you know, it turns around to going out, even people who want to go RVing or young people or all these people. And it's really big. It's a big deal here in Oregon. And people are used to it. And they want to go to their state parks. They, that, that's what they do. That's what I do. They like to do that. Nothing wrong with that. But it becomes a drag and unpleasant. Again, the whole point of the saying of getting away from it all, you're not getting away from it all if you're constantly running into people. And that's what makes it unpleasant. They, you can't, you can't, there's 50 million at these places, 
And I remember myself, um, I remember being able to actually get away from it all. You could be out and you could be out for four or five days and hardly see anyone at all. Hardly run into anyone on the trail or what. I mean, you could get away. Not now. I mean, it is really you, and it is the the drag, the unpleasantness of having to. You, I mean, you can certainly still do that here, and maybe where you are. But the difference before was that you could do that certainly, certainly within an hour's drive. And now you're looking at, I'm not kidding, a three, four, or five-hour drive, depending on where you want to go. That's to really get away from everyone else. And then you are so far out that for various reasons, um, you know, like no service, dead zones for, for cell phones, for a whole lot of other reasons, it's, in other words, it doesn't hit that sweet spot like it used to, because if you were an hour away, it's like, yeah, you're, you're away from it all, but you're not that much away from it all, so that you could be found, or if there was an emergency, or you fell down a ravine, or something like that, that, you know, that something could be done, you know, pretty reliably, but not now. So... All of this, and I'm talking about this and so many other things, are a symptom of something that no matter where I search, I mean, it may be just lightly brushed on, light, lightly touched on, maybe. Generally speaking, it's um, not talked about at all that there are too many fucking people. And that is the cause of so much trouble, so much problems, because it's a lack of resources. For instance, they've used up at this point all the water from the Colorado, well, of course not all of it, but a huge amount of it, um, proportionally um, sucked up all the groundwater. And, you know, California's dry. All the Southwest is is dry as toast. And there's there's no Calvary coming over the hill. They're, they, I say they because I don't live there. It's a, I live in, fortunately, I live in a different climate. And... But there's no Calvary that's going to come over the hill. There's no tech out of this. Because we are so used to technoing our way out of shit. You can't techno your way out of this. You can't, as far as conservation is concerned, which is all good. I'm into that. That's fine. You know, just like stretching a dollar. But here's the thing. 
it has limits. You can only squeeze so much efficiency out of whatever it is you're doing. And the fact, the simple fact is this, that what would have to happen to get equilibrium is we'd have to have, I don't know, just saying at least, I say at least, bare minimum out of that entire region, all that, the region, I'm talking about the desert areas, those areas of California, which means L.A., and I'm talking about, of course, um, Nevada, Las Vegas, you know, the big cities here, Albuquerque, and certainly Phoenix, places like this, the big cities. Now, imagine all those places that you reduced the population by at least 75% in all of them, and not for six months, not for a year, but for like 10 years at least. And give those areas time, at least some time to recharge their water supplies because it's a slow process. And we came in there and like a straw and we sucked it all fucking up. Something that took, you know, hundreds of years or, or perhaps thousands to do, to have this in there. And we just come in like fucking like wild beast with no plan no thought and we arrive these 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 semi fucking intelligent apes we arrive throw our hands together well look at all this pretty land here yep sure is pretty well i guess we better commence to fucking now and making some youngins lots of them and that's been the prevailing ethos forever. And now, because this is the way reality works, comes back, taps you on the shoulder and say, okay, so um, you'll either die here or you'll leave because we, as in nature, as in the structure, we're not supporting your stupid ass anymore. And so for a while... Way back when, you know, they did that first expansion of water um, into California. And for the longest time, that worked. But, of course, everybody and their brother wanted to live in paradise. Everybody wanted to live in L.A. And you know how that, I assume you know, I know what happened, especially. Um, yeah, this was especially... There was a flood after the 40s. I mean, flood of people, that is. And so, um, hasn't stopped. You know, and it is not sustainable. So, that's the way, that's the way the earth operates. So, when I hear all of these nightmare stories and it's the collective, I call it the collective crybaby effect. Mm, we're all suffering. We don't have any water. This isn't fair. Well, no, because your existence 
isn't fair. There's too many people in an area that is not designed for that kind of usage. That level of usage and compared to everything else, I believe, uh, humans use a hell of a lot more resources than anything. So, and they do that for a fairly good spell, you know. I don't know the average lifespans in the mid mid seventies for people somewhere around there, but that's um, you know in your peak usage as you're <clears throat> certainly uh, reaching your late teen years and up from there. In addition to that. Then, I don't know, typically somewhere between your mid-20s or mid-30s, somewhere in there. Then, in turn, they start cranking out babies. And, I mean, they want to talk about, this is why I laugh about the fucking people carrying these, Man, greening, save the earth, save the snails, and this, that, and the other. Failing to recognize that their uteri is causing far, far, far more havoc to the fucking earth than this plastic bottle that you forgot to recycle. It's just completely fucking idiotic. It shows no real thought, consideration, or insight. So... What do you do? Because, see, the problem is it's compounded by something else, I believe, that, of course, human beings are creatures. We're animals. But we have our own distinct um, behavior, and, you know, it's innate. We keep wanting to believe it isn't, but it is. We have an innate nature, and you cannot change that. You are what you are. And we are a, uh, we're a violent species. And we certainly are a procreative species. And that's where the women and the whole uteri thing because you could explain this to a reasonably seems like and most intelligent woman out there and you could say okay and you could put this group together and say okay so you can you understand all of this and this area is only going to support four children so between you 16 families you realize that collectively you cannot have more than four children in this area in your life or what you can get that and they'll say yeah yeah yes we got it we understand them. and perhaps they'll even mean it but bear in mind that you're talking to a creature that has its own innate drives and those biological drives just like all biological drives 
are very strong and very powerful. And what are you supposed to do about that? Well, we better do something. Because if I put this in the most simplest terms possible, think of all of us as, as yeast, you know, as, as bacterial, as yeast. That's how wine is made. You know, you put in the fruit sugar, and we get some a culture that we, we add, and the uh, yeast are running around, and basically they're fucking, and they're fucking like crazy. And what they spit out, their, their defecation, if you will, is alcohol. And uh, I am, you know, grossly perhaps over and and no pun intended about the grossly, but I'm saying that uh, this is the process and you can, I don't know, max out roughly somewhere between 12 to 15% for wine. And uh, But the point is, it reaches a point where they're so saturated that they, they die. They die in their own defecation because they can't go any further because the concentration of their byproduct of alcohol kills them so that's why they they max out unless it's a very specialized yeast but i'm i'm not talking about yeast here i'm using this as a metaphor for humans and that's exactly um i believe relatable to us there's not enough Resources. When I say real, I'm not just talking about the water, although the water is clearly something that is definitely going to be an issue real soon in the uh, desert U.S., but I'm talking about everything else, our resources. That means a living space, and I'm not just talking about a temporary piss hole like an apartment. I don't mean that. I mean a home, a proper home because people need a home if you're going to raise a family you need a home you really need a home because it does so many things structurally that yes you can you say you you can um you know raise some kind of a kid or two in an apartment or something but then again the way we were the, the way the immigrants were crowded in um, at the turn of the century and whatnot, when they got off the boat at Ellis Island in New York and we went to the fucking ghettos. And so, yeah, you can have 10, 12, 15 fucking people to a room. Do you want to live like that? If you think things are bad now and we just keep going on and, and pecking your, your fucking phone and doing your bullshit... And, and everything else distracted, you know, video games, sports, anything, anything, and the population, it just keeps going up. And it goes up, everything else comes down as far as availability. There are too many rabbits, and there are not enough holes for the rabbits to go into. So the rabbits, who are now angry because they don't have a hole, 
and they gather outside, and then even rabbits, who are normally docile, start biting and kicking and being nasty with one another, because that is what we are going through. And building temporary high-rise, high again, high-tech, and like they've done in Asia, where they have these you know massively tall buildings. Again, the idea is you have this never-ending fucking population. And, okay, so let's say 160,000? Sure, we're going to build this building, and we're just going to cram all you motherfuckers into this fucking sky skyscraper, and you'll live over t- on top of each other, you know, like five to a, a fucking, you know, 500-square-foot place. And so... Have, I have visited these places. I've been to these places. I know these places. Jesus Christ, what a fucking Orwellian nightmare. You don't want to be there. Is this what you want? It's not what I want. I have no, if I had, if I, if I could wave, you know, a magic wand or whatnot, gone. There's just so much. But without the will to have, it isn't just enough because... COVID is just another tap on the shoulder that nobody will pay, really pay attention to. There's all these signs. The crazy the crazy weather that we're having. The obscene blizzards killing fucking people in Buffalo. I don't know. Now, maybe this sounds really crazy. Okay. But, um, yep. Maybe I wouldn't fucking live in Buffalo. Because I lived for several years in North Dakota. And, you know, I eventually even, you know, I figured it out after several winters there, all of which were pretty bad, pretty brutal. That was North Dakota, not South Dakota. And I figured it out. And I started talking to other people about the, the native people, the Lakota Sioux and whatnot, and I got educated, and <laughs> they said, oh, fuck no, they didn't live here during the winter. The only time they stayed here was when they were forced to stay here. No, they had the good sense and the intelligence. They followed the herds. They went south. <laughs> they didn't brave unless they were forced to. They went way south. And con- conversely, you know, when the seasons changed and they swung back up north. That is to say, again, very broadly and not intentionally meaning to offend someone, but, you know, there's this dogged thing about many people that they will live in a place, even though it's the most god-awful, dumbass, backward, worst place, worst shithole in the world, but they'll actually give reasons like, well, my but my family's here. And my family <laughs> means everything because my pappy and his pappy's pappy and <laughs> fucking... Okay, so here's the thing. As an individual, if, just say if... Your family was you come from a long line of imbeciles doesn't mean that you have to be. And <laughs> unfortunately, I guess a lot of people 
didn't get that memo at the office either. So, yeah, it's, um, yeah, places climatically severely challenged. Don't, don't count on Ernest moving to Buffalo anytime soon. Matter of fact, I have never had any desire to live in Buffalo and any place north of, well, certainly not anything north of, uh, you know, Boston or anything like that. I mean, good God. But that's me. There's all different, as they say, there's all different strokes for all different folks. But we are babying this obsession. I want to have a baby. And it is, it is like that. Call it what it is, because it is like that. That's what it is. I met women like that, like it's like it's a fucking puppy. They they just think and plus there's there's no conception of anything about resources. Nothing. It doesn't even enter their minds. It's like this for this conclusion. It's this this forthright thing. They just I'm talking about the women who just I'll say, well, they say, I'm gonna have a baby. And it's just and 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 it was like, you know, hundred and some years ago, it's like, um, no. <laughs> no. You would have baby or youngins, if you wanna refer to them, as I like to call them. You'd have youngins if there was enough land and support <clears throat> resources on that land. That would support X number of children. It's a very uh, calculated. They didn't just have babies willy nilly. So I ask you to consider what I speak of because that is what we are really facing and I totally believe that and I hope you will consider what I have said this is the end of the year basically and by the time you hear from me again it will be a new year and so with all its trials tribulations I have to say, Jesus H. Christ, I'm glad this year is over, because it was not a great year, not by any means. And maybe with a bit of work, 23 can be better, but not by sitting on ass and imagining things, because that's not how things get done. So... Have a great new year, and let's try to make 2023 a better one. Well, what did you think about that? I'd really like to hear what you have to say. So go on over to my website, TheEarnestManShow.com and put down your two cents worth. And while you're there, 
please feel free to listen to any and all the episodes you like. Plus, check out the other interesting things on my website. Until next time, this is Ernest saying take care. I'm out of here.